0: Happy New Year and welcome to Disney Plus The Boys, an unofficial Disney Plus podcast. I am one of your hosts, Blake, and with me, as always, are Weesey Hello. and Hayden. Hello. But that's not all, folks. We got with us for the first time. We got a guest host, except there was that one time that Dominic called us during a podcast. But <laughs> with us on purpose is Nathan Lopez here. He is... Oh, yeah. Say hi.
1: Oh, hello, everybody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, he uh, offered us his... Well, he's a good friend of mine. Um, that should probably come first. And he uh, <laughs> offered us, uh, after I asked him, uh, some of his music that I can use for outro and segment music. And since the episode for today, we are going to be talking about Soul um since that is a little bit music based i thought that you know i don't know how much he's gonna add a music based but um you know just fun new music music movie so um i guess in terms of cold opens
2: we have no cold
0: <laughs> i guess we can create one um happy new year guys we're in 2021 happy. now hey. hello <laughs> hello <laughs> Hello, hey. 2021. Hey. Um, How is you? Yeah, so we're in 2021 now. Um, yippee. Oh, you know what we can talk about? Since um, this is our first episode after Christmas. And what did you guys get? I'll go first because mine is epic. Yeah,
2: Blake's gonna go first. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if you can tell by the audio. But I got a brand new mic. I love this mic. Um, so that's epic. And I really like it. We see what did you get for Christmas? That was cool.
1: Um,
3: let's see. I got some clothes. Um, I got a board game. What board game? Um, deception, Murder in Hong Kong kind of like clue like clue and mafia mixed together <laughs> that's okay um and then i got a book of like it's like constitution and other like government writings
2: uh what did i get what did i get oh i got these uh new headphones that i'm currently wearing you out there in uh radio land can't see them but they're pretty baller and he's also uh, in like
0: almost pure darkness right now on his zoom camera it's like it's just (laughs) a shadow and blinding light behind him i don't know what oh i got a
2: ton of books uh about like uh, northern european mythology (laughs) nathan
0: what did you get for christmas
1: so for the most part i got money but i have this one thing that is the kind of a story so it was for white elephant gift exchange and I have it right here. I still have it in the packaging, not the wrapping. So this was wrapped up, right? Mm. I first see it and I'm like, oh, it's a PS maybe 5. it's like a vinyl record. <laughs> it's a PS5. <laughs> no, um, I thought it was a vinyl record. So I'm like, mm. okay, whatever it is, it's probably pretty cool. So I open it up and it is not a vinyl record. It is a sign and it may, I will read what it says, but I also hold it up just in case if it's weird but the sign says get naked <laughs> <laughs> and it's like in the the cutest little font and so now and i, I was like fifth to go in the white elephant and nobody touched it mm. literally i so i got the gift and i was like steal from other people right nothing happened
0: mm,
1: that's that's a shame <laughs> <laughs> so i now like it though. i'm stuck with I know, I was honestly thinking about putting it back here. Yeah. Good, good. No, when you're changing, it's like,
0: get naked. Like, what do you think I'm doing, my friend? Yeah,
2: (laughs) put it on your mirror.
0: I, I love how it's in, like, the inspirational, like... Yeah, it's like uh, mom, like calligraphy. Yeah. 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 With that, everyone always gets where it's like, be yourself. No, get naked. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. But no, get naked. Live, laugh, love.
2: Get naked. Uh, A little known uh, antecedent to that. All right.
0: So, with that, for the first time in forever, we have Disney Plus News. We don't actually have any stories or anything. It is just...
1: just call um, it news. Yeah, we news. <laughs> finally have news.
0: No stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, We have what's coming to Disney Plus this week, so I will be reading that off to you. On Disney Plus this week, we got 700 sharks. Beyond the clouds, a firm handshake, which is an extra that can be found in the extras tab for the movie Clouds. Uh, Dr. Seuss's Horden Hears a Who, Earth to Ned, ton of new episodes, Great Shark Shout. No, wait, hold on. I need to try that one again. Great Shark Chowdown, Making of Out, which can be found in the extras tab for uh, the Pixar short Out, Mega Hammerhead, Mr. Popper's Penguins, and The Wolverine. So I don't know if you guys put this together, but... There's a little bit of a shark theme in this Yeah, Oh yeah, yeah like,
2: When Shark Week? I thought it was Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a lot. Oh,
0: it's the only Delilah. Shark Week, Hayden. Yeah, because it's like, like I mean, it's only like three special slash movies about sharks, but that's still a lot more than there needs to be for like <laughs> sharks. New shark movies coming on Disney yeah, that in a single weird. week, it's
1: like new shark movies. There's three. It's kind of, or there shouldn't be that much, but it's just kind of weird that there's three in general. <laughs> yeah, me, it feels weird that
0: we're getting Horton. Here's a who?
3: <laughs> is it is a a, an Disney.
1: Illumination
3: movie? Yeah, no,
0: it's not. It's right? not.
3: It, it, oh. it looks. I like it was by the same people who did The Lorax.
0: No, it's The Lorax. Who is it then? Wait, is The Lorax? The
1: Lorax is illumination. illumination. It is wait let's google yeah.
3: this yo that's
0: so weird what the heck
1: wait so is Horton here's who not illumination
0: yeah horn here's a well i mean i don't know how illumination could get a movie on disney plus i literally don't think that's possible i think it has to be 20th century fox but that's
3: so weird to me
2: oh. yeah no it's blue sky studios 20th century fox yeah okay,
3: oh, okay.
1: so that is but
3: oh. it isn't like the exact Exact same animation style yeah. as the Lorax. Yeah,
1: it's very similar.
3: That's so weird.
0: I didn't even think about that. The Lorax and Horn Here's the Who are from two totally
3: separate, like. That's really studios. weird. Though. Like that means two different groups got the rights to Doctor Seuss books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, what was Ken
0: the Hat was Ken the Hat twentieth century or was that Sony? Like the
3: new one. Like, I think that the... was Sony. The live-action one mm-hmm I think that was Sony that's weird Oh no, it was Universal
0: they're just every oh wait no oh Universal owns yeah. illumination that's right so that's all for Disney Plus news I know it was a lot it's a little overwhelming but um, yeah so with that let's move on to soul our topic of discussion this week All right, so, Hayden, can you read us the Disney Plus synopsis for the Pixar
2: movie, Soul? Sure thing, Blake. Jamie Foxx leads an all-star cast in this hilarious, heartfelt adventure. Pixar's Soul introduces Joe, who lands the gig of his life at the best jazz club in town. But one misstep lands Joe in a fantastical place, the great before. There, he teams up with Soul 22, Team Faye. And together, they find the answers to some of
3: life's biggest questions. Okay, um, those listeners, um, you didn't see this, but Hayden put quotes around Tina
1: Fey, <laughs> like she wasn't real, like <laughs> Tina Fey. Kind of. I meant to. Yeah, I, uh,
2: it, it meant to be parentheses because that's how her name appears in the thing. <laughs> I guess that's
3: I mean. Tina Fey. <laughs>
2: The so-called Dino thing.
0: Yeah, so um, since this is a new movie, we'll be uh, letting you guys know that there are going to be spoilers. But before we give that spoiler alert, um, do you guys want to give your kind of one-sentence review on Soul? Just to kind of summarize your thoughts for those
3: who may want to go check it out before listening to the full episode. In a kind of like, I guess, paradoxical thing, it was better than I thought it was going to be but worse than like, as I was watching it, I wanted it to be better than it was.
1: Uh, Nathan. Once in this review. Okay. So uh, I think that soul was beautifully animated. I think the score, uh, musical score, the the songs by John Batiste and um, just the overall score, like the background music, I think was very nice. Um, Musically accurate when it comes to playing, which I can get into more later um and i would say a pretty pretty good story that really made me think
2: so yeah it's a really good review (laughs) hayden blake you go first
1: okay
0: um i think it is probably close to the best movie of 2020 and i think was a good pixar movie maybe not the best But that doesn't discount it as a movie.
2: It's still really good, I think.
0: Hayden. Okay. Okay.
2: So um, I need you guys to not get angry at the sentence I'm gonna make because it's a meme. Oh no! Oh
0: no! The movie soul
2: is (laughs) is um chock full of the exaggerated swagger of a middle aged black man. Oh (laughs) my gosh! do you guys know that meme the yeah. miles morales review oh, i hate man. it <laughs> i thought of i thought of that joke um while i was watching the movie
0: and i was like <laughs> hey, i gotta say this <laughs> is that actually going to be your one sentence review
2: uh sure uh a second supplementary <laughs>
3: sentence could be okay. it's fine um kind of can I add a supplementary sentence? <laughs> so much for one sentence review. Kind of like piggybacking off of what Blake said. Um, just, we say this like every time we watch a Pixar movie, but just because it's a, it isn't a great Pixar movie, that doesn't mean it's a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination.
0: Wait, hold on. Why did you say any time that we watch a Pixar movie? We've
3: literally only watched Toy Story fair point fair point but <laughs> <laughs> my point stands that yeah. pixar consistently hits higher than most other studios and so like a mediocre pixar movie is still better than a good amount of other movies
0: all right now that you got our one sentence reviews uh if you haven't seen the movie this is your last warning Um, spoilers from here on out. If you don't want to be spoiled, please stop listening and don't get angry at us if we tell you spoilers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Spoiler alert. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, let's get started with the movie. Weezy, do you want to start us off?
3: I shall. Um, so we start out in band class. And so, like, this is our first introduction to Joe Gardner, Gardner. who's the main character. They kind of, this is where we first get, like, his philosophy, at least with, like, music. That, like, getting lost in music is kind of, like, why he loves music so much. The, like, quote-unquote, and we get to this later, getting in the zone. Auto zone. Thank you, thank you, Hayden.
0: Um, and <laughs> I, I really liked how they, uh, illustrated what it's like to be like, you know, in the zone. I, I feel like they call it something else. Is do they call it in
3: the zone? It's, no, it's the zone. It's the
0: zone, yeah. Oh, oh, really? Zone. Oh, sorry. But I really like how they illustrate that because, like, it, it's just really just like. I like how it's illustrated. I mean, that's really it. Just like, it's just them and whatever they're interacting with. And they're just in this world, just in this like black void. I totally understand where they're going with that when they illustrate Mm -hmm. that. And I thought that was, I I like that aspect. Like when they showed that part, my hopes for this movie kind of rose a little bit because when I came into this movie, I, I mean, I assumed that it was going to going to be good because it's a Pixar movie and it's not a sequel. Like most of the time, original Pixar movies are usually good. So um, my hopes for this movie rose when they kind of used that illustration. And also, I guess we can bring it up here. This is when I started to notice it. Nathan said in his one-sentence review, the animation looks beautiful. Like, I mean, this scene is not, like, it doesn't really pop out in this scene, but you can, it really looks realistic in this yeah. scene. Like, literally, okay. I'm like, if you take out the humans... This could literally look like an actual mm-hmm. human environment, like, in real life. Yeah.
3: I heard someone else say that, that, like, if you take out the characters, it looks photorealistic.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, um, I think one of the most well-done movies that Pixar has done in terms of animation. And really for environment, because the, the humans still look great. I like how the humans are designed, but, like, mm-hmm. I think it really stands out with, um the human environment and especially with like the Jerry's Terry's Gary's whatever uh all,
3: all of them I really like their design but we'll get to that in a bit something with like the design of the humans uh I heard someone say that like this is the first time that they looked like humans despite them like still being animated and still being a little weird but that like the humans all look different like all humans do that like the Mm. background characters were still different yeah and so then he gets offered a full-time job as the band teacher which he's not enthusiastic about but his mom wants him to do it because that like is a steady job unlike just being a musician is but then he gets the chance to play with in the dorothea williams quartet which is like this big jazz quartet and so he goes to the audition for that another one of his moments that is like in the zone dorothea williams absolutely loves his like way of playing i guess is that the best way to put it i would say maybe his passion yeah passion so then he's super excited and is just like walking down the street without like noticing anything going on around him because he's just too excited and he freaking dies i liked the way that he dies where it's
0: like well that That maybe that maybe doesn't sound pretty epic so the manhole uh when he falls in it's not like you see him like die i mean that would be pretty twisted (laughs) for like a Pixar movie where you just see him drop and his legs break and he's like
1: no they don't do that you hear the Dark Souls death, and I'm like,
0: Ugh!
1: <laughs> but But then one scene later on, there's like, for like a he, second, there's a, a shot of his body
0: Definitely. in the sewer. But I liked how immediately when he drops down, you don't see him, like, you know, drop and fall. You see him fall, his soul fall down into, like, yeah. this black void, and then he kind of
3: falls through this, like... Oh. We're not there yet.
1: Oh, where's the... So the part... Because he falls, and then he falls, like, through all these different kind of, I guess, like, background type of sections, if I'm correct. Yeah, that's... Oh, wait, no, not yet.
3: Yeah, because he lands, like, on the, like, like walk moving sidewalk thing. Yeah, the stairway right? to heaven. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. And so he's standing there and has no idea what's going on, and then he bumps into, like, three people who, I guess, have accepted their fate. Um, <laughs> And I loved the one girl... Like, she just says something, and then the translation is like, this beats my dream about the walrus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he's freaking out because he doesn't want to go to the great beyond. And so he starts running back down the, like, stairway, I guess, um, and, like, runs into a crowd of people, and then while trying to, like, get through the crowd of people, falls off the side of it. And something that I, I guess was kind of confusing to me was like, how did he? Why was there like no one else around him when he first gets there? And then when he's running, he ha- he runs through like a big crowd of people.
2: Yeah, I I don't know because well, it, uh, <laughs> there was like no one died for like a few minutes, and then just a bunch of bombs started exploding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the bombing run began. <laughs> Calm for the storm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we resume
3: back into his like fall through the like weird different dimensions or something. Like, we we're mm-hmm. you were talking about that, Nathan. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then, if I'm correct, please correct me if I'm wrong, but they do, isn't it? They do a thing where it says Disney and Pixar Presents, and then they don't show the soul logo until the end of the movie. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, really? I thought. Yeah, I thought that was really cool.
2: That's cool. Oh.
0: And, like, I I feel like the opening
3: credits were, like, pretty far into the movie relatively. Yeah. As well. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and so he falls into the great before, surrounded by a bunch of, like, baby souls, and then Jerry comes over, which is, like, what does she call herself, like, like, the Keeper of the Souls or something? I don't know. No, it's something like, I'm the energy it's, of the cosmos. Yeah, it's like, just something,
1: like, really grand. Like, the energy of yeah. the cosmos, like, the the yeah, the, the definition of all understanding or something. And she's like, well, you can call me Jerry.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But Blake was kind of talking about it earlier. Uh, I really like the design of, like, the Jerrys and Terrys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was... Yeah, because like,
2: they're uh, technically three-dimensional because... But they're very two-dimensional in actuality because there's, like, one going on one plane and then another, like, line intersecting it so that Mm -hmm. it gives off the illusion of three dimensions, Mm -hmm. but it's technically not.
1: Those those designs reminded me, it's, like, this very vague character from Paper Mario.
3: Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. There's,
1: like, this one character that's, like, very similar to that. I'm like, hey, that's Paper Mario. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I thought the designs for um, the those characters were really cool, but on that note, I'm actually not a big fan of the designs of the souls. Like, with so many yeah, souls, especially in balls. that scene? I I don't yeah, I don't really like those. Like, like, just like the blue, like, ah, like the colors yeah, the aren't really balls. interesting, and they're just not really like when there's so much that color, it just gets like
3: drowned drowned out i can kind of see that
0: um like i i'm i'm happy that they have like the the kind of the jerrys or whatever to like kind of bring in some different designs but like like i just kind of feel like the designs of the souls though i get what what they were going with they just felt kind of
3: yeah i can see that personally um and then while like joe is getting introduced to like the soul world um we go to terry who is the afterlife accountant or something um with an abacus yeah i was like she's using an abacus are you kidding me i thought that was funny um and i was like you're telling me that you only get off count every like couple thousand years and you're using an abacus to keep track she's good at her job dude wait hold Can on say... is it a she yeah it's a she real well, it's voiced by a woman yeah that's true. oh it's voiced
0: for a some woman. reason i, I thought that i don't know design... if there's like actual
2: gender yeah I, I was gonna say there's... with these oh yeah oh, you're probably right yeah, yeah. um but i she is voiced it is voiced by a woman.
0: I- i'm surprised that they like he's the first one to do this like how has well, well, nobody like, else oh, yeah, done that joe
3: but like they're like it gets like it 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 also sounded like this isn't the first time they've gotten off count because like at one point he's like this only happens like every hundred yeah two thousand years or something yeah two thousand years or something and i was like what if it's jesus what if jesus was like oh i didn't even think about that (laughs) i was thinking that would be crazy i was thinking like okay who else messed this up and Mm -hmm. like went to the soul world or something but really like
0: it could have also just been like he legitimately just didn't count one time yeah but um i'm just surprised that more people haven't just jumped off like like aren't other people passionate about life or whatever or is it just joe
2: (laughs) like wait well i mean if you're passionate about life wouldn't it make less sense to just jump off of a high thing Good point.
3: All right. Um, <laughs> um, you and win. so, like, we well, Jerry leads Joe, like, around. Um, we like kind of see how the soul world works, and like, basically, the little souls are sent into like what did they call them? Pavilions or something. Yeah, there's just and, like, like huts
2: where they get like certain
3: like personality traits,
2: basic aspects of personality.
3: Yeah, like but, insecure like, or like there's like insecure and. Whatever.
1: Like, uh, self absorbed
3: was one of them. Yeah. Um, but like, one of them, like, not one of the whole idea of this, and I understand that, like, I don't think this is a problem with the movie. Uh, it's like a problem with world building, but that doesn't, like, damage the movie for me. Personality is largely considered to be, like, a nurture thing, not a nature thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, because I was thinking about it, because, Skipping way ahead, at the end when twenty two jumps, she's go she's going over like India and China, whereas every other time they jump they've been over the United States. And so I was thinking like, well, cultures play a big part of like how you act. And so I thought Yeah, it's a
2: very it it takes a very like mechanical approach to individuality, which is odd that's something that Pixar has done is like ever since monsters monsters inc they've started taking these like kind of basic or um just very intangible aspects of human life or personality and applying mechanical like interpretations to them so for example obviously monsters inc there's a monster in the closet when you're young you're scared of that stuff they create an entire world of monsters whose job it is to scare kids mm-hmm. which is uh, the best that they could have done that's brilliant Next, they do. Um, I'm sure they did something else. But next, I'm thinking of this inside out, where it's there's people like just in your head who control your emotions, which is neat. But once again, with all the memories and stuff, it starts getting a little messy.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And then once again, this one, the the mechanical aspect of personality just doesn't really work,
3: and yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense, and it doesn't really seem all that good. Like I would recommend watching the extras for the movie. Because what i want to do they went into like we knew when we started doing this that it was going to be almost impossible to get perfect yeah. and like really have everything flushed out because you're tackling like what is the meaning of life and then so terry goes and starts like looking for like who met like who didn't show up basically um And I liked when she's walking in and the Jerry sitting at the desk is like, hello again, Terry. And Terry's like, don't play dumb with me. (laughs) And it's like, they have no idea what's going on either, dude. And then Joe makes it to like the mentor briefing thing. um, Yeah, it was like a
2: little instructional video.
3: Yeah. Uh, I like the... When they're like introducing a couple of the souls, and one of them's like, "I'm a manipulative me- megalomaniac."
2: I think that's neat because it's like you think of them all as like toddlers, but it's also the aspects of a human being which will yeah. grow up to be like good people and bad people.
3: Mm-hmm. And then, so Joe becomes Doctor Bjorn Bjorgensen or something. Yeah, yeah. something like
1: psychologist, if I'm correct.
3: Yeah, he's a child psychologist, and they show the video where it's like, "What do you see?" pain suffering and he flips it over and he's like what about now a pretty butterfly <laughs> and then he is assigned as his mentee 22 which is like a soul that has like never been able to find their spark and like yeah. has always like ruined and, their and- mentor
2: yeah and the joke is like before someone else gets assigned like soul like something billion something and something yeah and, and then he gets soul 22 because she's been stuck there for so long mm-hmm. and it's like the 22nd soul so she's like really old at this yeah, point. yeah.
1: maybe like beginning of time old. Yeah, yeah at that point
2: you just gotta think like maybe this one's a failure maybe this one just <laughs> doesn't
1: work yeah yeah like yeah. let's throw this one away yeah and then there's um the whole bit that I like how they—they actually—it's not it's like a one-time thing. They kind of bring it up multiple yeah. times. How how many mentors she had? And they show some notable people. So, uh, don't isn't there Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, Lincoln.
2: Yeah. Gandhi. Mother yeah, Teresa. Muhammad Ali.
3: The yo, what? Oh yeah, you're the greatest. Pain in the butt. the boxing gloves. Um, and then there is the Mother Teresa, like. I have compassion for every soul, and then except you, I hate you. (laughs) Um, and then uh, I liked um Copernicus the the Earth does not revolve around you.
1: (laughs) That was good.
3: Um, and then the I I think the best one was the Abraham Lincoln one, Mm -hmm. where it was like, so you're really okay that you're on the penny. Well, yeah, I did I did my Country. Yeah,
2: it, it's an it's, an, it, it's honor. an honor, but they put Andrew Jackson and then, on the
3: twenty 20- Jackson.
2: <laughs> Jackson.
3: <laughs> I burst out laughing when That's I was a cool. was great. That oh. overall, that like whole
1: section has some great jokes. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and it's like they they weren't stopping at like basic jokes. So, uh, twenty two goes off with Joe to like find her spark. Um. And learns that Joe's life is pathetic, <laughs> pathetic, sad. Yeah. Well,
1: also Joe learns that too. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, that's that's a, true. That's a really good point. That Joe is a learns good that point. as well. Yeah, because then, and then he sees the last time. I believe the last thing he sees him dying in the hospital bed, and then that's his realization. He's like, everything I did was meaningless, and like that moment. That moment was pretty heavy.
0: I feel like this might be a good moment to bring it up. Um, so we've gotten a good amount of being on Earth and being on uh, in the kind of, like, soul places, like the the Great Before and the Great Beyond. Um, we never go to the Great Beyond. The gateway to oh, the yeah, Great yeah, Beyond. Yeah the, gate, yeah, yeah, the gateway to it. Yeah, the, but, like, the stairway to heaven. Yeah. So we've... I mean, we've all watched the movie, so we probably have a good idea on what, what we like more. <laughs> but, um, Do you guys prefer... Game, being in the great before like seeing more of the great before or do you guys prefer being on earth earth
3: i don't know because like for me i like seeing how they create the great before i thought that was i think it's cool how they've like created it and so i like seeing that but i think it is like blake was kind of saying it's easier to watch earth
1: yeah Hmm. yeah and then just kind of how we were talking about how hyper-realistic earth is in this in seoul earth just looks incredible mm-hmm, throughout yeah. pretty much i would say from like the small like the small quaint hospital room to like bust like the bustling city that they're walking through it's just incredible and then the parts that aren't on earth like the gateways to the great beyond has like really stuck with me because it almost it looks like you take like white paint like you have like a black piece of paper white paint and a really thin brush and you're just going just tapping like very badly, yeah. like thousands of times and that's just it just looks so incredible so yeah. like the soul world takes a
3: very like minimalistic approach to everything which i think really helps sells like the soul world as like a separate place
0: um so we all said earth then
3: I think. I think. so. I'm. Yeah, I'm kind of. of but i I'm like like. I'm 50 50 ish Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. We have. Oh yeah. So then Joe and 22 come up with the plan that if 22 can get her spark, then Joe will take the Earth pass, and 22 can stay, and Joe can go back to Earth. So it's kind of like a win win thing. So I thought it was interesting that like they like refer to the Soul Place as like a hypothetical obviously like everything pixar makes is fictional but like they never like are like not with, toys
2: that's a documentary
3: oh yeah good <laughs> um but or with Toy like Story. monster thinks they're not like this is a hypothetical idea of like why you have, why kids think they have monsters in their closets
2: wait i mean it's obviously yeah fictional yeah but it's it's a hypothetical concept but it's treated yeah, real.
3: But I thought it was yeah. interesting that they repeatedly like bring it up that they're that this is like a hypothetical and I, I just thought that was an you interesting. You know like what
2: instances? In what instances do they do so?
3: 22 is like is the one that says it the most. Um we're like Joe and her are walking through the soul world and he's like what even is this place? She's like this whole place is hypothetical. I could talk like uh Old oh, yeah. man or a toddler right you right, um,
1: okay okay oh then she turned into joe for like a second that was good yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: um and then like later on when they're in the barber shop she's like i've been a theoretical pathetical waypoint between life and death and <laughs> the like lady in the shop is like i heard that <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Oh no! I just thought it was interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. And then when they're walking around, her becoming Joe is foreshadowing.
3: Ah! Oh, oh I hey. didn't even think about that. I hey. just thought of that.
1: I'm like, wait a second.
3: Um. Then they go into uh, the like hall of everything. I think it's called, which is what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then like they try out a bunch of different like jobs for twenty two. Yeah and none of them yeah like paths i guess so like firefighting and she's just an arsonist so that and then (laughs) fahrenheit 451 up in here and then like tries art but she can't draw hands
1: ah same yeah and the hall of everything overall was it because it kind of Mm -hmm. had it's got everything (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly it's not everything but in terms of art style it's kind of of course color color scheme wise and stuff it's still very much kind of the not earth stuff but it mm-hmm. has stuff like bakeries and stuff that are which you'd see on earth in- and yeah, yeah that's kind of so- that's a cool
2: aspect of it it seems like um there's essentially no there is no building really there is no interior there are just items that as you approach become more realistic and oh that's a good point. it's got yeah, this yeah. it's got the same feel as the gateway to the great beyond mm-hmm. where it's just there's this set cron- construct and then nothing around it it's i kind of felt it was the same in that sense
1: yeah
3: design-wise. uh something that i was just thinking of because we were talking about the great beyond it when i would when like the souls like hit the like white uh they like separate into like a yellow blue and red dot for like just a millisecond when they flash and i thought that was cool because like those are the primary colors so i mm-hmm. thought that was artistic jerry shows up and it's like okay time's up but because 22 hasn't helped joe yet uh they're like wait can we try break dancing
2: um they so go into what a cardboard box which is like 22 uh, 22's like huh. panic fortress or whatever, <laughs> yeah, or like and then they go beyond that through another cardboard box yeah. into the dream place, yeah, or, or like the zone, zone.
1: And, the auto zone. Yes. <laughs> and I saw um, I didn't catch it when I first watched the movie, but I saw a post about it that um there's all ob- there's probably a ton of name references up in, oh yeah dude's home one that i saw was specifically was jack kirby who if you don't know is um very instrumental in the original marvel comics kind of like the mm-hmm. stan lee but less both less recognition as stan lee and i thought that was really cool that yeah they, they, inc- they incorporated in i want to
3: go back and like watch that and freeze that frame and just oh, like yeah. see who all was there mm-hmm. um and i liked um Twenty-two throwing rocks at people in the zone.
1: Oh yeah, she she messes with the Knicks. I She's loved like, that. Yeah, that
3: that was fun. I've been messing with this team for decades. Throws the rock, he and it. the Knicks lose again. <laughs> Moonwind is that his name? Some, yeah. Uh, and other spiritualists. No mystics without borders. That's what it is.
2: Yeah, and they're on like a freaking pirate ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they say who they all are and it's like oh I'm a like some kind of guru in LA and I'm this other person <laughs> and then it just flashes to what uh, Moonwind does and he's yeah, just, like, just spinning
3: I the, the yeah. board with, like a madman man in that was New York. The like different kind of music that like goes on because like in the world we mostly oh, yeah. like hear jazz mm-hmm. because like that's what Joe's thing is but like the mystics like play folk rock almost.
2: Yeah, when they yeah, whenever you get like an establishing shot of the pirate ship, it's mm-hmm. you just have this like ambiance of like folk rock in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That makes it real fun. And actually overall that reminds me, um, I remember when we were seeing some scenes of the Great Beyond. Or not Great Beyond, Great Before, especially I think it was when they were looking down at Earth. There's a there, um and the Great Before has more kind of um synth based, which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. I thought fit it pretty well cause mm-hmm. compared to the jazz of earth which we'll get to but i didn't
3: notice that um and i thought the idea of like the lost souls was kind of cool that like being too much in the zone can be a bad thing yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. when it becomes an obsession
3: yeah
1: mm-hmm. I-, I liked Moonwind that tetris was what caused him to be oh, he like was great. he was like i used to be a lost soul too they're like really how it was tetris and then it cuts away <laughs> a different shot yeah 22 and
3: joe make it back to earth but they end up sw- well 22 goes into joe's body and joe goes into a cat
2: well yeah they open the thing and they're like yeah we need to wait for it to be a stronger connection and then they both just dive in for no reason.
3: Oh right. Yeah. Um, like Joe freaks out and then I think he like bumps twenty-two in and they both mm-hmm. fall. Yeah. yeah. When
0: did you guys figure out that they were going to do that the body switch route kind of thing?
2: The moment that you see the cat on his lap. Oh yeah. really? yeah I, I i knew it's it. really it's a really unoriginal plot point <laughs> I, yeah, I think no. they do it well but it is
3: super cliche
0: yeah no that that like what you said hayden like and we see like it's very cliche and it's super overused i got really nervous when they mm-hmm. when they did that scene because i was like oh no like when i watched when i watched it i was like is this going to become an illumination movie now because like that that felt like such an illumination thing to
3: do yeah and i think i audibly said like oh great yeah i was like when i saw that
2: i would i do really like the joke immediately following that though where it's like I, and where they are talking to each other it's like i'm in your body it's like i'm in a cat how did i get in this cat and then it just cuts to a cat in oh, yeah. on the stairway to heaven
3: <laughs> yeah that was great <laughs> oh. like, that was so do all animals go there or is that just because like joe pushed it out or something yeah. I, <laughs> oh, I, that, I, don't know. I didn't even think about and that. like can you just like possess someone and kick them out to like the great beyond Oh, that's a good point oh
2: and just so live boring. infinitely <laughs> yeah.
3: oh my god
1: like so like, men, like a venom studio type thing like you take over their body
2: yeah like although i
0: think that the the plot point that they used um was, is super cliche i think ultimately towards the end it works out for the better like the, they used I think it, it is
1: done very it's fine. well it's fine a great a really big or not maybe not really big a decent chunk in the movie is um is 22 and joe going around basically getting joe ready for the show in the meantime before they can switch back mm-hmm. and they use they did like some mcu like end game editing type thing here where um everybody hears 22's voice as joe in the thing and oh yeah in the movie. So in the trailers, they use those clips with Jamie Fox's voice because that's what everybody else hears and they make it seem like that's Joe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, yeah. And, I was, and once I caught that, I was like, oh wait, that shot was in the trailer, but it's a different context. Like, that mm-hmm. was interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah, I, yeah. I, I liked that too. Um, I will say the whole idea of the cat having to get Joe ready and that Especially is cliche, like trying to get them ready yeah. for the big thing, and like I'm happy that they didn't go with the totally cliche, even more cliche thing
3: of having that like 22 has to do it. Yeah, I was so oh, happy yeah. they didn't
0: do that because I was I I was almost certain that they
1: were gonna do that, but I'm really happy yeah. that didn't. Such a cliche way for her to get her spark. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah.
0: Gosh. But I'm not a big fan of just really the scenes of joe getting 22 ready i like when 22 is experiencing the earth things for the first time
3: i think that's Mm -hmm. like some of the best parts of the movie yeah yeah yeah.
0: so they both realize that they're in they're they're in you know the wrong bodies um so Mm -hmm. they they do that little joke with um well actually they did do one thing which i just kind of appreciated the effort in is that uh, when Joe hears 22 talk, um, he hears 22, but everyone else outside of his body, outside of, you know, their interaction, hears Joe's voice instead of 22, which I was really happy they did, because I... Yeah, exactly. I, like, uh, like it feels more, so. re- like, quote-unquote, realistic, I guess. I don't really know how to... It'd
2: be kind of weird if, like, like if Joe just had Tina
1: voices, Fey's <laughs> yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, just the whole time. Cause... It's the body, and it's the vocal cords making the voice, so he's still going to have yeah, it. I found yeah. it
3: interesting, though, that
1: Moonwind
3: can hear both of them.
0: Yes! I thought oh. that was weird, too.
2: I yeah. noticed that. He's actually some kind of, like, force spirit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, The nurse wants to take away the cat or something like that. He wants to give him to, mm-hmm. like, some of the other ones, and then Joe just hisses at her, and then she, so she goes, okay, sure. alright, you can keep him. Um, and then they both leave and shenanigans occur um uh-huh. but it's not
3: shenanigans
0: oh boy but especially what i like is the moment that they leave the hospital yeah it just, just becomes yeah. so claustrophobic and loud
3: like i turned i had to turn down the volume when they walked outside because like it just gets super loud
0: yeah no i i thought that was brilliant because like when you think mm-hmm. about it like it's the same thing that like happens to a toddler like when there's a lot of sound and there's a lot of people or well maybe not a toddler more so just like a like an like a child like a newborn child um it's just like they, they'll just like start freaking out and crying uh 22 doesn't cry luckily but or well
3: that would be awkward yeah, yeah.
0: but um like <laughs> joe I, just
2: starts weeping <laughs>
0: yeah. but i i love how they just create this like claustrophobic and loud environment because it's like that's mm. what twenty-two wouldn't be experiencing and they do a really good job of translating that to mm. us who experience that day-to-day and make it feel new to us. I love that so much. So they separate um oh it was because Joe scratched um Jeez, yes, Joe
1: scratched 22 because 22 was freaking out and he was getting annoyed.
0: That's crazy for 22 because yes, she feels that the first, first time. time. Yeah and mm-hmm. so uh joe decides to sneak a slice of pizza which props to him i don't know how you got away with sneaking up pizza <laughs> it out out of a restaurant. Restaurant. just yeah. like reaches up and yeah um and then he gives it to joe uh, or to 22 this is the worst um uh, he he gives <laughs> it to 22 and 22 tries it for the first time and and you, you look into her mind and it's just like it's basically like the scene from ratatouille uh when he yeah, like yeah. tries like food for the first time with like that's what i was thinking like that's kind of what happens and then 22 says like eh, it's pretty good like yeah it was mm-hmm. fun and then she they get more food and then uh we see you can carry yeah
3: them. they get the uh Euro and they have the argument over what it's called yeah a oh, gyro yeah. or euro. oh yeah
2: and it's like i have an argument with archimedes about this
3: yeah um and so they find Moonwind and ask to like be switched back and he's like oh that's like he, he gets like really excited that like they actually got back and yeah. he thinks it's super cool that they switched and then there's the
2: joker is like um we'll have to wait until oh yeah the, like gemini switches into something else oh yeah and it's like, and then he's like, "Well, the government calls it six <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was a good. That was a good joke.
3: Um. Then they go back to like they go back to Joe's apartment to like get twenty two ready for the performance, so that they can switch later.
1: Oh, sorry. Remind me when is the part where they run into the quartet?
3: Oh yeah, that already happened. I think.
1: Okay, because there's that. we'll there's something I want to talk about with that. Okay. So- it's a very minor detail but i found it really weird so um there's the last shot as the thing as um the taxi's driving away and the three members of the quartet are standing there so if you look at curly's feet now i'm this is a sneaker head talking here so there curly is wearing a shoe that's called an air jordan one and you can tell and it has the nike swoosh and everything and I was like, okay, cool. So into the Spider Verse, um, Miles Morales for Air Jordan One. So obviously, movie rights are not out of the uh, thing for not out of the ballpark for Nike. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then, but then later on, when Paul shows up, Paul is wearing a shoe that looks a lot like an Air Jordan One Low, which is the same shoe, just a low-cut variation, but it doesn't have the swoosh. And I and I checked. And that one shot is the only shot, I believe, in the entire movie that has somebody wearing an actual Nike Air Jordan 1.
2: Hmm. Huh.
1: So I was like...
2: Illuminati confirmed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I may be wrong about the only shot, but that's the only time I noticed it. And that was really interesting. I'm Coincidence? Like, one out of bad ten.
3: Movie. Bad movie.
1: <laughs>
2: um,
0: And so basically... Just because there's a lot of stuff that happen and like, because from no, here no, on no. It's important. so there's like a small shenanigans that occur that aren't totally important. I, I feel like since this isn't a very, like, it's probably hard for kids to watch this movie and enjoy it, which I, I do want to talk about later. Um, yeah. But I feel like some of this kind of was trying to appeal to them. But they go back to Joe's, like, apartment, and basically, Connie, Connie was her name. Mm
2: hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so connie comes to the door and basically says i'm quitting Mm -hmm. and uh and 22 in joe's body doesn't (laughs) help the situation he says like oh yeah you know what music sucks you you have the right to leave and um and so 22 actually leaves joe
3: inside
0: um and we see Mm -hmm. you were gonna say something
3: oh i liked uh her like quoting george orwell with like the state-sponsored education yeah. stifles dissent <laughs> yeah and she like he just goes off on like a rant about like philo- like eco, not like political philosophy basically um but then yeah so she goes out and talks with connie 22's like yeah okay fine quit i i kind of don't care because she isn't joe um and then connie's like well can I at least play you this thing and maybe you can tell me to quit afterwards and you can kind of, like, tell that Connie doesn't actually want to quit. Mm-hmm. I like Tom. Um, mm-hmm. And so she plays and this is, like, 22, kind... Really 22's first, like, human interaction and she, like, sees someone with, like, a deep love of something and like finds that really interesting and then like runs back into joe and it like asks him like what's the what is this all about kind of they are getting ready and joe accidentally like shaves part of 22's head yeah. um, and so they have to go to the barber uh and i think i actually think the barber scene is one of the best parts of the movie the like conversation oh, between like totally. mm-hmm. Uh, Des, and twenty two slash Joe. Um. Mm-hmm. And, so d- you guys want to talk about that conversation?
0: By this time, uh, Terry has figured out that Joe has, um, Joe was the soul that went missing and is now back on Earth, uh, in the wrong body. And so, she, well, basically, he's back on Earth, which isn't right. And so he actually goes back onto earth to get them back which i'm sorry
2: it it it. It. them yeah i guess that's fair Um,
0: yeah um they i really like how they're like how they look in the earth environment Mm because they're still in that 2d but they also blend he also they blend in with like some of the designs like the rails Mm -hmm. of like a fence. And I thought those were really fun. Like, that and the barbershop scene are some of the two scenes that I always think about when, um, whenever I think back on this movie. Mm-hmm. And so back at the barbershop, basically, Joe needs his haircut. And what I love about this scene is that Joe is observing 22, and 22 is actually interacting with um, the the barber and someone who he considered as a friend and just the people in the barber shop 22 was interacting with them more than he actually did and they actually mm-hmm. enjoyed 22's company i guess more than joe would more than how joe would normally act in that situation this is the moment where joe kind of realizes that uh even more so that he maybe didn't live his life the best way And 22 is actually, like, 22 isn't just, like, a lost cause, basically. 22 can make an impact on people, and Joe starts to realize that, hey, maybe I should have interacted more instead of just thinking about me, 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 me. Because I I think they say something like that where he's just always talking about jazz and nothing else. But 22 is talking about a variety of different things.
1: Yeah, and about that, that's what I was going to bring up is if we go back to the concept of lost souls and the concept of obsession so des um tells joe he's like when he says like hey i'm nice it's cool that we're talking about different things because usually all we ever talk about is jazz before that joe's like just taught or um usually we talk about jazz but you don't have to talk about anything maybe if he never went into the soul world and he got to perform with the quartet and that maybe took over his life maybe he could have become a lost soul because of uh, that totally. yeah i really so. uh and so yeah so we finished that conversation
3: uh and they get like i i liked um dez's conversation about like being a barber versus a veterinarian that like he wanted to be a veterinarian but like it just didn't work out oh yeah that, and that too. 22 that was, was like so you're unhappy being a barber and he's like no i absolutely love being a barber it is it just isn't what i had planned to be and so i thought that was a cool idea and i think uh joe kind of takes that with like you don't have to be what you like thought you wanted to be as long as you're happy and then uh i think his name is like paul he was the guy who was, was like arguing with uh joe in the barber shop it's like Trapped by Terry and goes into a mental breakdown. Yeah, and
2: I'm like <laughs> that is Loki killed and
3: then resurrected. Oh yeah, he gets killed and then resurrected. Yeah. I guess
1: technically, because um, that's part. What was it? Um, Joe or twenty-two Joe talks to Paul briefly, and then Terry sees him. He's like, "Okay, we're gonna get him." And then he mistakes Paul for Joe. By the way, Paul david Digs Thomas Jefferson. Um, they mm-hmm. they really advertised him as a care as like as part of the main not me maybe not the main cast but like he was along with jamie fox angela bassett Mm -hmm. and like the advertisement but he really did not have yeah so i mean he had. He had like in the barbershop and then he had like that one the the death resurrection joke which i which was really funny to me yeah um other than that he didn't oh actually in the credits or something later but
3: and so uh in their exploration of the city i guess uh joe well 22 rips joe's pants and so they have to go to his mom who is a seamstress they get on the subway this is kind of like the next like moment of realization i guess for 22 um is the guy playing a guitar next on the platform and then they get on the subway get over to his mom's shop uh and he kind of has like heart to heart with his mom.
0: I I loved that scene. That scene was really well done. Where it's twenty two, where it's where it's Joe telling. It's like they they crafted mm-hmm. it really well. Where it's Joe and the cat telling, uh, twenty two what to say, and it, it you're you have the uh, yeah. mother on the left from and behind, like... and then Joe's saying it to, to twenty two to say. And then as it it pans um, to have the mother on the right, you can see that it's now Joe, like, Joe's body saying exactly what Joe as the cat is mm-hmm. telling twenty. And it's in Joe's and voice. And I thought that was... I, yeah.
2: It,
0: yeah, and it's in Joe's voice. And I thought that was really, really... I, I mm-hmm. really liked it. Yeah, and I also think that little speech it, was like, also
2: really moving
3: mm-hmm. about,
2: like, mm-hmm. how when I totally. look back on my life, I want to look back and not just think that none of it mattered
3: hmm
1: yeah, yeah. Um, especially the fact I mean anybody who has who has lived can say that, but he has he has gone or he has died and he's gone to the Greek before and yeah, he's he's seen died, it, and he's seen and he's seen it firsthand mm-hmm. instead of just like mm-hmm. thinking back to the past he saw it like recently I, yeah, so I
3: think that scene is great um and then so the mom like gives him a new suit and like kind of like father's which suit. is yeah, his, his father's, father's suit suit. and kind of like accepts that her son is following his dreams and is she's okay with that they get to the uh like club and a moonwind is gonna like switch their bodies but 22 doesn't want to because she like finally feels like she's living life and she loves it and so she doesn't mm-hmm. like want to give that up and so, she runs off, and Joe, as the cat, goes to after her. I mean, really, let's think
2: about this. That's kind of like a... That's kind of like, like she did him dirty. Like, that's pretty... Okay, yeah. Pretty <laughs> like, she's not
0: exactly in the right here. Yeah, yeah you don't just yeah. do that to a man. You can't yeah. just do
2: that.
1: She's being selfish, but...
2: Yeah. But she, she's being irrational, because she still has the ability to, like, become yeah. a yeah. person.
3: And I... I found it interesting that like, she's, like, maybe my spark is, like, stargazing or, like, walking. Oh, yeah, walking. walking. Uh, and then Joe's, like, those aren't purposes. Those are, that's just, like, regular old living. And mm-hmm. I think, like, but that's what a spark is. That, like, a spark is, I, I'd be interested, they don't actually, like, say what a spark is necessarily. Well, they
2: tie it in later because when uh, Joe's talking to one of the Jerry's he's, like, I always knew that my purpose, my spark was like jazz. And they're like, mm-hmm. Your purpose, oh that's God. not what a spark is. Like you silly humans with your yeah. Like purpose with your like meanings of life, which insinuates that there yeah. is no meaning to life other than life. Yeah. Which honestly um, is a very like Camus type
3: I knew you were gonna bring that <laughs> up. I, yeah, I had to bring up Camus. Um I, I don't know, dude. Your spark is just like your love of life i guess yeah yeah i think that's the best way to put it maybe yeah because if mm-hmm. they're getting
1: their spark to go to life then like, their spark is them wanting to i guess wanting to seeing that spark and wanting to go to life
0: um from there i think i think joe is chasing 22 they get kidnapped or
3: well, uh, maybe kidnapped. they get portaled the right by word. terry they get portaled mm-hmm. by terry Terry, like, brings them before all the Jerrys and is like, here's the, like, guy who messed up the an count. And the Jerrys, like, basically having sympathy for Joe. is like, okay, we'll take it from here and, like, kind of shoo Terry off. Um, and then Joe and 22 are really angry at each other because they've, like, Joe is upset at 22 for kind of like stealing his body which like reasonable i guess and yeah. 22s like but i finally found what like what like what my life was for i guess yeah. um and you learn that 22 finally got her spark so she has her earth pass now and so she was going to like go jump down to earth but she like throws it at joe and is like fine you can take it
2: but the an interesting point is Joe was gonna throw it back at her.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's not there anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. He he like picks it up and stands up to throw it back at her, but she's already gone by the time he mm-hmm. does that. So he jumps back down to Earth and goes to the con plays at the concert and kills it. Yeah, kills it. <laughs> um, yes. and but then like afterwards he doesn't feel super fulfilled. The,
2: the little um like parable that uh dorothea tells him when they're mm-hmm. waiting for the cab outside about like the fish like he goes up to an old fish and is like uh, i want to see the ocean he's like we're in the ocean And the little fish is like all i see is water i want to see the ocean
1: and the mm-hmm. leaves
2: i think that's pretty cool
1: yeah yeah okay so this is what i'm here for this is the this is my <laughs> musical part so um oh. overall the whole show sequence i think they did a great job and i haven't checked yet i'm hoping every single one of those tracks is fully fledged out and is on the soundtrack i'm assuming but because because in the in the film they have maybe like 10 second clips of each of different songs basically throughout mm-hmm. the set list so it was that and that was really cool when they go from like more upbeat stuff and it was like one like really slow one where um, Dor- Dorothea is playing um the sax, and they kind of focus on that part. And then, um, but just so back, um, back three, well now, yeah, th- like three years ago to Coco, um, the guitar playing was reported and what well, it is, the guitar playing that in the movie, um, is accurate to how it actually played in real life in terms of, like the string movements and stuff. So in, in soul, we get to see that, um, Level of accuracy brought to piano, drums, double bass, and sax. So I um, really only have experience with piano and drums. But just looking like just looking by piano, not just in that scene, which I bet we're gonna talk a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the the notes that were played and the keys playing were pretty were very accurate and um, and my dad is more experienced drummer than I am. And during that scene, I asked him, hey, you're thinking this is accurate? And he's like, yeah, this is more accurate than most movies, most live most action movies that have drumming and musical instruments in them. So, um, and I can't really say based off of like firsthand for the double bass and the sax, but if it's two out of four that I know are accurate, then- Because like the drummer is using
3: wire brushes instead of sticks, right? Yeah. Which, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Which is like accurate to most mm-hmm. to some jazz yeah. music. So. So yeah. Um, oh, that
1: that little, little section I find
2: yeah, really entertaining. That's pretty sweet.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. The. I, it, it's so, relatable how, Joe finally achieves this big dream that he's had for so long, and he does it, and he's just underwhelmed, uh-huh. and yeah. I feel that so much there are so many things that we go through through life and there are these big events that we like hype ourselves up for for like months and then we do it and it's like sometimes sometimes it's like yeah it's cool but you expect it to be like life-changing and it isn't and Mm -hmm. i thought that was just such a relatable concept and it's like it doesn't feel like out of this world or something that we can't experience it feels really realistic and i loved that and how it's you just expect it to be greater. And that's kind of what um, Dorothea was kind of trying to express in her uh, metaphor, I think. I think you can take the metaphor in a ton of different ways that don't really explain mm-hmm. it a lot. But I, uh, my interpretation was like, you have an idea of what you think something is going to be like. And then when it happens, you're wondering why it isn't what you expected, I guess. Like, just like, yeah. it's...
3: It's not exactly what you expect, mhm uh, so then Joe goes back to his apartment um I love this scene, yeah, and he like looks at all the things that like twenty two had kept from the day. There's like a lollipop, a bagel, a leaf, and a couple other things uh and he, this is where he kind of comes to the real life that you should live for, mm mm-hmm. um. And so we get a, like, flashback sequence, which is absolutely amazing. Just um, so good. I love it. Of um, him kind of, like, looking back on his life. Both stuff happened previously. And kind of realizing that it's just, like, there's, I think, like, of the flashback scenes, the one that really, like, hits the theme really well is when he's riding the bike in the park as a kid. And he, like, looks up into the sun and just, like, closes his eyes and just kind of, like, enjoys the moment.
0: And this scene is so beautiful because, yes, there's all these scenes and it's it's just the small stuff. It's nothing really big. It's just the small stuff. The small stuff that you don't think matters. It's stuff like um, 22 is looking at just a leaf fly down from a tree. Um, And there's uh, Joe uh, just sitting at a beach and just having the water just like kind of wash over his feet. And it's just like those and just the animation just makes it so much more spectacular. And just the best thing is that it how long would you say this this whole segment
1: is maybe like like, 30 seconds. Oh, you think it was really? I thought it was like a minute and a half to two minutes
0: yeah for me i felt like it was going on for five minutes not that it was like it was yeah. long but like it just feels so like it was it feels in the zone just, if you will so, yeah i would say yeah, about like a minute zone. yeah okay but like
3: it feels like it does feel longer in a good way in a good way yeah
0: and it's just like it's just the music mm-hmm. and i love that and it's like i get emotional i like i, I started crying at this moment because but it's like I, and you don't even have to say anything. It's just, like, mm-hmm. you totally understand what they're trying to...
3: And I like that okay. at the end where, like, it zooms out. And, like, you get, like, New
1: York City, then you get that... Oh, yeah. Milky like, no Way. That was incredible. Yeah.
0: Hayden, what were your thoughts on the... Segment? Flashback sequence. The flashback uh, sequence. I, it was neat.
2: It Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I did like it... But I will say it is not the most impactful scene in the movie for me. Mm, okay. But yeah, I, I think it was very good.
1: I, okay, so then another thing that's kind of a, another music thing. Um, So Joe takes out all the stuff. And if I believe he puts it on the stand in front of him on the piano. Mm-hmm. And usually, that stand is usually reserved for stuff like sheet music and um, lead sheets, which lead sheets are usually, they'll just have like the chords. And like usually, it's more for more experienced people who know like what the chords are just by reading the letter, so stuff like that. But um, overall, I get I guess kind of thinking him putting the items on there were stuff or stuff like sheet music where you would be playing from. Mm-hmm. Kind of says uh, yeah. that those physical items is what he's playing from, and is his is is the physical I guess gate from the concepts that he's playing to what he's actually playing on the keys. Yeah.
3: Yeah, exactly. that, I actually really like that. I didn't thought of that, but that's cool. Yeah,
2: because that's like um, with a like a big thing in jazz music is like not actually playing a song; it's kind of going with the rhythm of what everyone else is doing.
1: Yeah, improvising.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. cool time because it's like the jazz aspect is like emotional journey.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he realizes that like he has to go get twenty two. So, well, he, so go- he gets in the zone. Right, yeah, that, doing. yeah. He, it, so because he realizes he has to go get twenty two, he goes into the zone. Um, Auto zone.
1: And it's
2: more like he gets in the zone and then he realizes he has to. Right. I guess
1: that's fair. Yeah. So then he jumps out of the zone onto Moonwind ship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then isn't that isn't that where Moonwind tells him that she's become a lost soul? Is that, yeah. Mm-hmm. What ha- Yeah. So basically, because joe left her
3: and like she no longer i, I think part of it is like
1: she no longer has like the earth pass thing
2: she no longer has the ability to become a human even yeah. though I mean, now she kind of you know,
1: wants to but now the lost soul thing based on obsession i was thinking about that thinking about it before it came up is possibly her obsession of her obsession is living yeah she experienced it for a little while and now well one that she can't get it And that it's already happened to her, she is maybe that she's completely obsessing over it. And then- I can uh, see that, yeah. Yeah. And then at the beginning of that scene, she's not like the whole big monster lost spirit. She's just her, Mm -hmm. just kind of starting out in that type of idea.
3: And then, so Moonwind and Joe chase her down on the pirate ship. (laughs) Um, And then 22 destroys the uh, pirate ship. And a, a Moonwind, like, the captain always and goes down, down, with, down his with his ship. Yeah. And, then and then it comes back. And he just, like, throws the sign and salutes. <laughs>
1: yeah, in the middle of New York. <laughs> that was great.
3: Um, but then Joe continues chasing after 22. And they leave the, like, zone area and then back in um where uh, Joe confronts 22 by, like, Well, twenty-two eats Joe. Yeah,
1: and it 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 sounds weirder than it is because she's the huge monster lost soul at this point.
3: Yeah, yeah. The lost souls
0: have this uh, design that they're like huge. Yeah, basically, like it's kind of huge, like sand cyclops squid monsters. (laughs) Um, Just watch the movie. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But and I I really like this scene too. It's not my favorite because personally in terms of like climax this felt like a very underwhelming climax for me in terms of climax we have thanks hayden um but again uh, soul does this really well is the illustration of this feeling of like um i mean it is essentially obsession but i like to think of it more as like just depression And they do a really, really good job of illustrating what depression is like inside the head. For those who have dealt with depression, it's like, it's just all these, like, sayings and thoughts. And some of them are from you, and some of them are from uh, other people. Just, like, small things that you heard that really you weren't supposed to take super seriously. But but it, like, impacts you so heavily, and it's just these different faces, and it's... It's either you talking down to yourself or it's other people talking down to yourself. And it's just her over and over just saying, like, I'm I'm not worth it. I'm not worth it. And it's like they did a really good job with that. And I really liked it. But in terms of climax, it didn't. Yeah, I didn't. It, it, felt it wasn't underwhelming. a
3: suspenseful climax. It wasn't like an yeah. action packed climax or anything, but it was good still, I would say.
0: Yeah, like I really enjoyed it but at like... the same time it's just like yeah i, d- I don't know how they could have done better i guess but i think it the the climax was just a little bit underwhelming and maybe that's what they were going for
2: but yeah cuz this is an issue that uh, cuz this is a movie about like personality and individuality and like the meaning of life so it's not going to be something really big yeah, yeah it's 100%. not like they're
0: going
3: to fight all the lost souls for some mm. reason but yeah oh i want to see
1: that now <laughs> the lost soul war yeah um the
2: lost souls just start like
3: fighting the unborn souls (laughs) (laughs) and like basically like joe just like reaches and like like grabs 22 and like kind of like reassures her i guess and so then the like all the sand crumbles away 22 gets her chance to go back to earth and she takes it and i liked um that like she's nervous and so she jumps with with joe Mm-hmm. that was great hayden um, was
0: this your most impactful moment what no oh
3: really <laughs> really no not at
0: all. Wait, wait what was yours then
2: my most impactful moment i already yeah. said it was the um the scene where he talks to his mother oh oh
0: okay yeah okay. yeah
3: no well, they're, they're all great moments, yeah. When the cat eat, takes the pizza, that's it. Yeah.
0: No, when Terry traumatizes
1: um, Paul. Oh, most Paul. That is no. a
3: really good scene, though.
2: I like that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially because at this point, he just becomes like another crazy dude in the alleys of
1: New York. <laughs> he has become normal.
3: And, yeah, so I like how, like, they fall together, and then Joe, like, nods, and then, like, lets go. Oh, and then yeah. he like wakes up. He in wakes the, like, up in the gateway, right? Yeah, in the like, yeah, in the stairway to heaven. And then uh, Jerry shows up and gives him is like, "We really liked what you did with twenty two, so we're going to give you a second chance <laughs> at life, basically."
0: Which for me, I
3: yeah, no. don't
0: know how exactly I feel about that. I wasn't a huge fan of it. But, you know, it, it happened and I think it does lead to more contemplation in terms of the, how this movie yeah. ends.
2: I'm fine with it because technically, technically yes. he never actually That's lied.
1: true because they went back down in 22. Oh, yeah. Good
2: point. Because for him to die, he'd have to pass into the great beyond. That's a good point.
3: Okay. And so he goes, he like walks through the portal and is basically like, he's asked by Jerry, like, what are you going to do with your second chance at life? and he says like i don't know but i'm gonna live every moment of it and then yeah. we like cut to black and we get the title screen and well I no but pre- what like, happens is
1: he walks out his door yeah the final shot is him walking out of the door and then it goes to the yeah yeah,
0: yeah. which so, i really liked that i did I really like really liked mm-hmm. just the the vague ending like, As, a lot of people in on like instagram i've seen like commenting on like soul posts they say like oh man i wish we got more about the ending but no i think that's what's great about it is that yeah you're left to assume is joe go- going to continue pursuing jazz is he not what's he going to do what's 22 going
3: to be like how but i like or will that, they like, ever meet ultimately it doesn't matter because yeah pursuing jazz isn't what this story is about pursuing teaching isn't what this story is about it's about living every moment and it doesn't matter if we see that
0: yeah. yeah. And like people want a soul too. No, we, we're not getting a soul too. It's perfect as it is. We don't need to see 22's life. Like, I'm I don't, sorry,
3: but we don't need to see that. I, I have to say, uh, I think it would be cool if like he walks out the door, we fade to black, we get like maybe like two years later, and it's just like him walking down the street, and there's a toddler who says something like 22 would say or something and then Mm. we fade to title card i i would be okay with that like Mm -hmm. kind of a post-credit scene almost
0: yeah i mean not my thing yeah um, no
3: i i get that
0: yeah no i I get where you're coming from but yeah without a doubt this has to be a standalone movie yeah yeah. you
3: can't i don't see how you could do another one unless you're um, just like a separate characters completely and, like, we just tell another story within this world, but, an like, anthology. completely
1: different. That's, yeah. I, I guess that's the only way I could see it, yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I just want to say, was anybody else surprised when you reached the end of the movie and realized there was still, like, 18 minutes left <laughs> on on the film? Yeah. I, yeah. I just I assumed
3: had... it was all credits. No, well, it, it
2: was it yeah. was, um, but because they I, I remember the credits for like all the dubs, for yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, languages
1: as and well. And so
0: I was watching it, and that moment of like I, I just like checked the video bar, and I was like, okay, I got thirty minutes left, and then the movie ends, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I was like, it, it just ended, and I thought that was just a little bit weird. A couple things about the credits. So um, there is. I first heard it on, on Christmas Day because it was played. They have like the Disney. I think it's on ABC, the Disney like family holiday thing. was mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah. in the morning. So um, Jean Baptiste did a song that one of the few songs that he worked on for the Soul. It's all right, and that was at the end at the end of the movie. Um, and I that's that's a vibe. I really like that song. Yeah, that's um, good. and then another thing that I was talking about earlier related to Paul and David Diggs. So this kind of, and I, this like continuity here too. So, if, um, in, what is it in Joe's hall where it's like about his life, there is that picture of him where he was part of a hip hop group. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So I, I, if you went, if you watch all the way through, then you would hear that there is actually a, it was actually a song by that hip hop group at the end of the credits. Oh. And and David digs raps on it, thus implying oh. that Joe and Paul have known each other for quite a long time. Oh, that's
3: interesting! Brilliant. Ten no. out
1: of ten. Ten <laughs> out of
3: ten, ten. Eleven out of ten.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, and then what's also funny is at the end of the credits. You know how most movies, when we're there in theaters, they have like a final little scene where it's like it'll be one character being like, okay, time to go home. Like, why are you still- Oh yeah, they did that. They, they did, did that, that with Terry. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Terry comes up and he's like,
0: the movie's over. Go home. It, it was good. Did I say he, I think I said he, again. yeah, they, she, I <laughs> absolutely
3: love the, I, I've i only seen her in one other thing. It was Taika he's hunt for the wilder people. And I absolutely love her in that movie. And mm. this movie because, the voice it's actors? like the same character, basically, mm-hmm. like same type of character.
0: I think there was a little bit of almost surprise, maybe not surprise, but I would say more so relief when um, Disney announced that this was going to be on Disney Plus free of charge, free of extra charge, should I say.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you guys have been happy purchasing Premiere Access
2: watching
3: this movie? Would you have felt satisfied?
2: It depends if there was thirty dollars. Hell no.
3: Yeah, like maybe ten, but even that's pushing it. I feel I like. I mean,
2: if yeah. it was money, if you had to spend money to watch it, I just wouldn't have watched it. Like, mm. yeah. And unless we did the okay. thing where like I went over to one of your guys' houses again,
0: and, and we and we like split the money. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I'd feel. Um, yeah. like thirty dollars. Like I'd still enjoy this movie regardless, mm-hmm. and I don't think my whole thing. yeah I think it's a fine movie change. no matter
2: what. But I, I like I would never know that if they charge money exactly. for it because I wouldn't have watched yeah. it.
0: Yeah, but like if we paid ten dollars for it, I I would have been down. Heck, even twenty. I, I, if I paid twenty, I
3: would be okay. It doesn't like change how I feel about the movie. It would yeah. just put like a sour taste in my mouth as I'm watching the it movie. Yeah, it would
1: put a more corporate taste to the overall yeah. experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good i I
3: agree with that um i think we can
0: maybe all be in agreement that this movie although it's pg isn't exactly a kids movie mm. i would say and it's animated no. and it's pixar but no, i, I think feel it like is. i i feel like kids couldn't watch this movie and enjoy it like i don't think they. Could i feel they the could enjoy
3: it i feel they could get through it and enjoy it i don't see kids being like oh can we
1: watch soul again Mm. Yeah, I don't okay. think, I don't and I definitely don't see kids understanding it. Yes. Oh, without yeah, without things. a doubt, <laughs> yeah. No way. Pixar, yeah. well,
2: I disagree. Pixar has a good way of um crafting their movies for both older and younger audiences. Yeah. That's fair. Like I mean, look at Up. Up deals with a really really heavy subject matter from beginning to end. And yet kids still like it. I feel like they still would have liked this one as well.
3: i i'm gonna have to wait on like deciding if this is a kids i want to see like if it becomes like a if like kids are crammering to like see it again
2: i mean i don't know if they'd be doing that but children are capable of more like complex yeah, emotional like thought I do than feel most people like, give them credit for
3: i don't think they could get to the same level as like adults watching this movie but i do think they can understand it on like a basic level
2: no i don't think so but in a lot of ways they'd also understand it in their own way
3: yes that's that that adults couldn't yes Hmm. okay that's fair yeah that's fair i I feel like this
0: the one of the more if not most mature pixar movies that that pixar put out like i I feel feel like cars 2
3: oh you're right that's right yeah i forgot about that not with themes but with subject matter bro made made her in that movie they disassemble suicide bomber (laughs)
2: yeah they literally blow up people
1: that's the bombing that's where all the souls come
2: from (laughs) at the beginning they're all cars could you imagine
0: plot
1: plot twist it's cars four people are watching the movie they're like
0: what the heck it would just be so random if like you just see a ton of cars just like no people just a ton of cars just going up the the souls
1: of cars run over joe's soul.
2: (laughs) title card yeah (laughs) Well, you know, at the end of Cars one, where they uh, the like um, post credit scene or the credit scene or whatever, it's it's a bo- bunch of scenes from different Pixar movies, but Cars, yeah, like, yeah, the Bugs Life, yeah. and there's Toy Story and stuff. Uh, they just but they just do that for this one, so it's just a yeah. bunch of cars on the, like the driveway to heaven.
0: <laughs> They're on a race car track to go yeah. up the. Ooh, the I like, staircase. Oh. But yeah, I think that's it.
3: Do we want to move on to ratings now? I don't know what I'm giving it, but sure. Matthew, okay.
1: yeah, you have to go first.
3: I'm going to give this an eighty-two for now. Okay.
1: Okay, so I think eighty-two is good, but I think I'm going to have to go a little bit higher than that, probably because the all the music stuff and all the music nerd stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. God, I guess I have a bit of a bias because of that. So let's go with an. Hundred. <laughs> Oh no, um, I'm gonna go with an eighty. I'm gonna go with an eighty-eight.
0: Um, that actually, that's actually a really good score. I I kind of like that score. Um, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick in that eighty mark and go like eighty-six. Mm-hmm. I would say
2: okay. eighty-six. You see, yeah. I'm torn between giving it a seven or an eight. I, I scale I scale it out of ten, because I find the hundred scale to be uh, because he's redundant. special. <laughs> well, no, because I mean, what like what's the difference between eighty one and eighty two really? But you can definitely know the difference between a seven and an eight. That's my feelings. That's true. But anyway, I I don't know because in my if I'm thinking about it, like there's really only one scene that really got to me, and the rest I was just like, okay, it's a Pixar movie. Pixar movie is a good movie. Oh no, this is gonna be low. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you know, he is right. It's a four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. gosh,
0: I got so scared. I was like, this is gonna be beneath Benign- freaking Artemis Fowl.
3: <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I want to give an eight because let's think. What other things did I give an eight? You gave the original Mulan an eight. You gave Iron Man a seven. Ooh, Iron Man should have been a six. Um, and you gave Phineas and Ferb season one a seven.
2: What did I give Candace Conspiracy Universe? Six. Okay, cool. Then I'm oh, gonna okay. give this one a seven. Okay.
3: okay. Um, I'm gonna bump mine up because I have to. Um. Well. To an eighty-six. I'm gonna. All right. Okay. Do the same. <laughs> I'm actually really torn. What I do think. you guys think? Should I give it a seven or an eight?
0: I think that because it's a. Like because it's a Pixar movie for me I feel like if like Illumination put this movie out it would be a lot worse like even with the same story they just would have mm-hmm. messed it up somehow and I, I, I think the animation was beautiful I I thought that the themes were great it was more mature which I like I'd love to see more mature Pixar mm-hmm. movies
2: personally one of my issues with the maturity though that is it just it straight up makes the movie less fun to watch Especially like, especially if you're gonna rewatch it, because okay. the- you read Camus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, Busted. okay. If we're if we're honestly gonna compare um, Camus to a Pixar film, we really need to think about some things. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna stick with the seven because it's like just thinking about and watching it again. Really, the only part that I found enjoyable was the conversation between the son and the mom the rest of it was just kind of there yeah i think
3: yeah okay i have to say i've watched it twice and it did get better on the second viewing
0: I think this movie just also just a bit kind of suffers from pacing. I don't think I said that, but like there's something weird about the pacing, I think, and I'm not sure exactly what it is, but yeah, I think watching it again I on a that. second rewatch yeah. knowing or on a second watch, knowing what it's like. I feel like it could be better.
2: Okay. I, I feel like I, I think I'm still going to pacing. 80s. Yeah. For example, we were, we were literally talking about that when we were talking about the climax, how it seems kind of coming out of nowhere and it seems a little underwhelming. That's yeah. that's an issue created by pacing.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I just have a trouble. I I just have trouble like verbalizing what is good and what is bad about this movie. Yeah, like because really, there's I, not a lot of flaws. I don't. think. Yeah, I will. I, I watched a video better. which I felt like the guy had the same opinions as me. So I will put that in the show notes when I do
1: the show notes. But okay, I just thought we were saying about how in terms of i guess action wise the climax was kind of underwhelming but considering how close it is and i guess how much we all i mean um three of us reacted to it maybe that whole piano scene is kind of like part of an emotional climax i do think that no that's, that's what i mean what yeah saying. i mean like yeah.
2: ag- thinking action climax the, this movie would have been way worse if there was an action climax but yeah. i'm thinking just like um talking emotional climax the emotional separation between um 22 and him was created literally like 15 minutes before Mm -hmm. in the movie so i mean in that sense as far as pacing goes it uh it allows a very limited time to grasp the scope of the characters and their conflict but like yeah. it's still fine. Like I still like it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: So I want to recap all of our scores so I can put that in the Disney Plus catalog ranking list. Um. I gave it a eighty-six. Hayden, can you tell me what you gave it again? Seven. Seven out of ten. Uh, Weezy, you gave uh, it an 86, eighty-six as well. Eighty-six. Yeah. All right. And then Nathan. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Eighty two point five. Eighty two point five is the average for soul. I think that's a pretty solid score. I feel good with that score.
3: Yeah, I think that's good.
2: I mean if we're being honest, my my like lowering of it didn't bring it down by a lot at all.
0: Oh no. Like, like it's like still in fact, your
2: your lowering
0: yeah. kind of made it feel a little bit more right, I guess. Yeah.
1: That's fair.
0: Alright, so eighty-two point five puts it at four in our entire catalog ranking list, putting it just below Mulan, and above Iron Man.
2: Hmm.
3: Mulan 2020. (laughs) Yeah, Mulan
0: the original. All right, so those are our thoughts on Soul. Go watch it if you haven't, Um, unless you don't have a Disney Plus subscription. uh, Please don't like pirate it, that would suck um, for Disney. But Uh, I mean- (laughs) Well, I mean like
3: it's Disney. (laughs) they can spare a couple dollars
0: so if you have any of your own personal thoughts on the movie uh or you want to recommend something new for us to watch you can reach out to us on instagram at disney plus the boys you can reach out to our twitter at disney plus boys if you could leave a review that would be very much appreciated uh sharing it would also help to expand our audience uh any more recommendations whether it be another pixar movie or a Disney Channel
1: musical. You know, we'll we'll take any of them. If you need any more Disney podcast content in your life, you can check out Mouse House
0: Weekly. That is a Disney podcast that I am a part of. We focus on all things Disney, and I do an episode about every month for that show. And then a thank you to Nathan for joining us for this episode and also you, offering... Sir. Thank you. Um and also thanks to him for offering us his music. Uh Nathan, do you wanna kinda plug your music and where we can check it out? Oh yeah.
1: Okay. So basically you go on any streaming service, right? Just look up Nathan Lopez. Netflix. (gasps) No, not yet. Um (laughs) I will have a Netflix original series. No. Um but yeah, if you just look up um just look up Nathan Lopez, at least on Spotify is the first thing that comes up, so but yeah, if if it should just be Nathan Lopez on everything. so. And then at, at Lopez Music on Instagram.
0: Awesome. Yeah, go check him out. He makes good music, and we also use his music for our show. Yeah, listen to all of it. If you don't, we take you. We take you into custody. And you'll have to listen to all of our episodes oh, over no. and over again.
2: On repeat. On you repeat. would go insane.
0: Next week for our episode, we're going to be doing a little bit of a shorter episodes so i can reorganize some of the podcast next week we will be talking about some donald duck shorts so if you go into the shorts collection and go to the donald duck section and go all the way as far as you can to the right we will be talking about those last five donald duck shorts so that includes barely asleep grand canyon scope the new neighbor out of scale and corn chips so we will be watching those so next week be prepared to watch those and be listening to that new episode and i believe that that is all thank you nathan for joining us once again uh and also thanks to WeC and hayden for joining me you know as they usually do um you're welcome blake and thanks for watching and discussing this movie uh for this episode so thank you for listening i hope you all have a happy new year 2021 will hopefully be great uh wishing you all safety and we're just the boys and we're being dudes we'll see you next week thank you
3: for listening thank you
1: But if we're being real though, you you weren't wrong the first time. I'm only here because I'm offering. Yeah, money. yeah. I'm only Be- here
0: because, because we can't, because I can't pay you professionally. Your reward is being on the podcast. Like that's your
1: payment. Um, that's a reward. Reward is more work. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> reward is more work. <laughs> Let's go.